This is Five Questions and my name is Sophia Robinson. Join me every day during October to hear me or my guests answer one of five questions. Now, on to our question for today. Hi everyone, welcome back to Five Questions, the podcast where I or my guests every day answer a question during the month of October, at least Monday to Friday, and on the weekends we have story time. My name is Sophia Robinson, I'm an author, a blogger, and a podcaster. Today's question is based on a feature that I've written on my blog a few times, which is actually one of my favorites. And it's called What's on My Shelf. And for the What's on My Shelf segment, I write about books that I am reading or books that I want to read. Today, I'm actually going to be talking about a book that I read quite recently. And I'm going to be reflecting a little bit of my thoughts, not so much on the book, so don't worry, there's no spoilers, but just it kind of made me reflect a bit on life. And the book is called What Alice Forgot. And it is by Liam Moriarty, who is an author I discovered a couple of years ago. And I really like quite a lot of what I've read from her. So I'll give you the um, Wikipedia summary that you could quite easily find online. What Alice Forgot is about a lady whose name is Alice. And she is 29 happily married, pregnant with her first child, about to renovate her house, or so she thinks. She opens her eyes to realize she's no longer any of these things. She's actually 39, she's fallen, she's hit her head, and she's forgotten 10 years of her life. And so she has to come to grips with who she is now at the age of 39, But even in her mind, she's gone back to that 29-year-old version of herself. So it is like if the 10 10 years ago version of you were to come up across the version of you that is here now. And part of the reason it just kind of got me thinking is because someone posted on Facebook the other day, you know, it's the last quarter of the year, you know, the usual, it's the last quarter, what are you going to do with the last quarter of your year? But also, it's the end of the decade, like coming up quite soon we're going to be into a new decade and so people started reflecting on the last 10 years and so this book just made me think of like what would happen if the 10 year ago version of myself 32 year old Sophia were to come up across the 42 year old version of me so I find it really easy to delineate those times because I actually used to live in England. I lived there for quite a few years and I moved back to Barbados in 2010. So it's it's a a pretty clear cutoff point. Prior to that, I was living in England. Since then, I've been living in Barbados. And so thinking back to that 10 year old, 10 years ago version of myself, I was training for a half marathon and I was probably in or getting into the best shape I've ever been in my life. Training to run these 13.1 miles because I could, (laughs) because I set myself a goal and I was just all about achieving it at the time. And also I was like mentally in quite poor shape. 
because I'd lost a really close friend. He'd passed away quite suddenly. His wife uh, was and still continues to be a really close friend of mine to this day. And it just made me question everything. You know, prior to that, I was really involved in the church, had really, you know, strong ties to the church. I used to teach Sunday school. I was in a choir. Like, I was really committed to the church and finding my faith. And that experience just knocked me for six. I questioned everything. Questioned what I believed. I questioned everything about the church. I was questioning everything. And I was also questioning my work, which was going through a lot of changes at that time. I had moved to the UK to do a particular job. And by 2009, late 2009, it was not the job that I'd moved there for. And so now I was even questioning, like, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? You know, do I want to stay and support my friend. I had a lot of great relationships there, friendships. You know, a year prior to that, I'd been thinking of buying a house. And now I'm just questioning everything. Where do I want to live? What do I want to do with my life? You know, all about God and the church and pushing my body to the limit. So I imagine that if that 32-year-old version of me were to come across this version of me here now, this 42-year-old version, the first thing she would want to know is why does everything hurt so much? And trust me, that's something I would also like to know the answer to myself. Because in contrast to that 32-year-old version of myself that was just getting into the best shape of my life, I am the heaviest that I've ever been now. So that's been something that's been really hard for me to reconcile. I've had some health challenges in the last 10 years. And so in terms of my health, that 32-year-old version of me would be probably be pretty shocked. Um, and I think she'd also be surprised that I'm still working in the same career, in the same field, in the same place that I've been for nine years. So I think that's something that would also shock her. Um, definitely in terms of looking at what this 42-year-old version of us <laughs> would be. Um, I think she'd be pleased that I wrote my book. Uh, Ten years ago, the only writing I did was the occasional travel emails that I would write when I was traveling. And I don't think that I really... I, I think I'd almost given up on that dream of writing a book that I had when I was a teenager. I wasn't a regular writer. So I think she'd be pretty impressed that I had a blog that I'd been writing for two years and had just published a book. I think she'd be floored by that. Like, published a book? What? <laughs> wow. And I think I'm, you know, thinking even on some of the things that I published in that book. You know, I spoke very candidly and openly about myself and a lot of the experiences I had. And I, I think that she, that 32-year-old version of me, would probably be shocked. So, the, you know, thinking about the book, What Alice Forgot, just has me reflecting on how much has happened in the last 10 years and how much of it I could never have seen coming, ever. Like, there is no way I could have predicted this is what I would be doing and this is where I would be in 10 years' time. And it kind of makes me question the whole concept of setting goals. Because I think sometimes in life you have goals that you set deliberately. Sometimes you're just kind of like, I heard somebody describe it today as, 
you know, going up the escalator of life where you just expect the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So you figure, you know, you'll get married, you'll have kids, you'll like, you just think these are things that are going to happen to you. They may not be goals per se, but you just assume this is how life is going to progress. Or you set a goal, you have a one-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan. You plan to be this, you know, here in your career, you plan to be living in this particular place. And I think it's perfectly possible to set goals, set plans and achieve them. You know, I talk about that half marathon that I was training for. I did it. I mean, it was rough, but I ran 13.1 miles. I trained really hard for it. I put myself through the routine. I, I, I feel like I really tested my body more than I have done, had done prior to that and probably more than I've done since then. And I set a goal and I achieved it. And I've always been that way. I was always the type of person who would keep my New Year's resolutions. At New Year's, I'd set some resolutions and I'd go with them. And when I think about the things that I've even achieved in the last couple of years in terms of my blog, I set myself a goal to write 40 blog posts. I did it. But sometimes I didn't set any goals. And I think like this book is a great example the year that I wrote this book, which was 2018, last year, I hadn't set any goals. No New Year's resolutions, no nothing. That was unheard of for me. And I'd just come off a fracture in my ankle. I was pretty low. And all I wanted to do was be able to walk again. And so through not setting goals, I really left myself open to what could happen. And I actually wrote two books last year, something that I'd been trying to do for years, you know, I had actually set it as a goal and not for some reason hadn't completed. So I think I might be rambling a bit here, so I might start to wrap it up. But basically, the book, What Alice Forgot, just made me think about the last 10 years and what's happened, how much of it I could have planned, how much of it I could never have planned or foreseen. And, you know... Just just reflecting on what's happened in the last 10 years. Some stuff really good, some stuff really bad. And now at 42, I've ended up in a place that I kind of couldn't foresee coming. So I'm just curious, like, what, what have you done in the last 10 years that you're really proud of? What has happened that you couldn't possibly have foreseen 10 years ago? And... Do you have any thoughts for the next decade? Of course, having said all of that, there's no way for any of us to know where we're going to be in the next 10 years. But do you do you have any deliberate plans? Do you have a five or 10 year plan? Or are you a planner? Are you more open to flow and what life brings to you? And I'd love to know one thing that's happening for you right now that you could not have seen coming 10 years ago. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up. I would love to know what's on your shelf as well. And since today is Friday, I'll be putting up a new blog post sometime tomorrow where I'll summarize all the posts for this week and there'll be space for you to comment and leave answers to your questions. And the fantastic news is I'm going to have some guests probably towards the end of next week. I'm going to try to arrange a few interviews early up in the week so either late next week or early the following week my guests will be here and they will be answering these five questions as well if you want to come on sometime in october answer a question just send me an email 
The email address is 39andcountingblog at gmail.com or just come onto my blog, onto my website, www.39andcounting.com. If you look through the post for this week or last week, you'll find the email address there. I love to hear from you guys. So just come on to, over to the blog, comment, and I wish you a wonderful weekend. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining me. And I look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. The music for this podcast is Wholesome from Kevin McLeod. <laughs>